Sunday, November the 1st, 2020. We're um, scheduled to begin to look at Daniel chapter 5 today, but as you know, we are um, not able to meet for Sunday school. Um, didn't want us to forget too much about Daniel, so um, let's read the chapter today and maybe kind of get just a brief preview some of the historical um, happenings that surround chapter 5 or in which Daniel chapter 5 occurred. Verse 1, King Belshazzar made a great feast for a thousand of his lords and drank wine in front of the thousand. Belshazzar, when he tasted the wine, commanded that the vessels of gold and of silver that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken out of the temple in Jerusalem be brought, that the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. Then they brought in the golden vessels that had been taken out of the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines drank from them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Immediately, the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace opposite the lampstand. And the king saw the hand as it wrote. Then the king's color changed and his thoughts alarmed him. His limbs gave way and his knees knocked. The king loud, called loudly to bring in the enchanters, the Chaldeans, and the astrologers. The king declared to the wise men of Babylon, Whoever reads this writing and shows me its interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a, gold cha a chain of gold around his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or make known to the king the interpretation. Then King Belshazzar was greatly alarmed and his color changed and his lords were perplexed. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came into the bank banqueting hall, and the queen declared, O king, live forever. Let not your thoughts alarm you or your color change. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. In the days of your father, light and understanding, wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king made him chief of the magicians, enchanters, Chaldeans, astrologers, because an excellent spirit, knowledge and understanding to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve problems were found in, in this Daniel, whom the king called Bel Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king answered and said to Daniel, You are that Daniel, one of the exiles of Judah, whom the king my father brought from J Judah. I have heard of you, that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men, the enchanters, have been brought in before me to read this writing and make known to me its interpretation but they, should not sh that they could not show the interpretation of the matter. 
but I have heard that you can give interpretations and solve problems. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me its interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck and shall be third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another. Nevertheless, I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father kingship and greatness and glory and majesty. And because of the greatness that he gave him, all peoples, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he killed. Whom he would, he kept alive. Whom he would, he raised up and whom he would he humbled. But when his heart was filled, was lifted up, and his spirit was hardened, so that he dealt proudly, he was brought down from his kingly throne, and his glory was taken away from him. He was driven from among the children of mankind, and his mind was made like that of a beast. His dwelling was with the wild donkeys. He was fed grass like an ox, his body was wet with the dew of heaven until he knew that the Most High God rules the kingdom of mankind and sets over it whom he will. And you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, though you knew all of this, but you have lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven, and the vessels of his house have been brought in before you, and you and your lords, your wives, and your concubines have drunk wine from them. And you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear or know, but the God in whose hand is your breath, and who and whose are all and, and who are all your ways you have not honored. Then from his presence the hand was sent, and the writing was inscribed. And this is the writing that was inscribed, Mene, Mene, Tekel, and Parson. That is the, that, this is the interpretation of the matter. Mene, God has numbered the days of your kingdom and brought it to an end. Tekel, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Perez, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then Belshazzar gave the command, and Daniel was clothed with purple. A chain of gold was put around his neck, and a proclamation was made about him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, the Chaldean king, was killed, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about 62 years old. That very night, <clears throat> we know from history and other writings happened to be Saturday night, October 12th, 539 B.C. That's the day that the Medes and Persians overthrew the, the, the Neo-Babylonian Empire. Chapter 5 is about 25 years after chapter 4. It's about 66 years after chapter 1 where we were first introduced to Daniel. He was a teenager then, late teens then, and it's 66 years later that he's 
he's well into his 80s now as he's recording this passage, these events that uh, record the, the ending of the, the Babylonian Empire and, and the beginning of the, the Medes and Persians uh, at, at least ruling over Babylon. There's been several kings since the end of, of, between the end of chapter 4 and the beginning of chapter 5. Chapter 4, you recall, was Nebuchadnezzar was the king. Nebuchadnezzar would actually the second king in the Neo-Babylonian Empire. Nabopolassar, his father, was the, the founder of the new Babylonian Empire. Nebuchadnezzar died in 562 B.C. and His son, evil Merodach, ruled for two years. Then a son-in-law of Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Neraglesar, ruled for about four years. Then his son, Labashai Marduk, ruled. Then another son-in-law, Nabonidus, ruled from 556 to 539, with his son, Belshazzar, being a, a co-regent with him. For, for years and years and years, liberal scholars have doubted the, the authenticity of Daniel as a 6th century prophet. How could somebody r record events, prophesy things that will happen that far in advance, such as the, the kingdoms that we looked at in chapter 2 and that we'll see again in, in chapter 7? And then another thing that gave them problems was this all of a sudden in chapter 5 Daniel is recording events surrounding a king named Belshazzar there was no record of this Belshazzar that that history uh, writers uh, ancient history writers documented Nebuchadnezzar evil Merodach Neraglesis Nabonidus, but none of them mentioned Belshazzar until in about 1854, a British archaeologist named J.G. Taylor discovered what's now known as the Nabonidus cylinders. Written in cuneiform, these cylinders had inscriptions and names written on them, including one in which Nabonidus prayed for a long life for he and his son, Belshazzar. So the, 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 the scoffing should have been put to rest at, at, at a discovery like that, though there are many that still doubt the, the authenticity of Daniel. We know now that, that Belshazzar was indeed a, a real king. He was a co-ruler with his father, Nabonidus. He was there in Babylon the, the, the night, October 12, 539 B.C., when, when Babylon fell to Cyrus the Great, the, the emperor king of the, the Medo-Persian Empire. Darius, who's mentioned here at the end of, of chapter 5, is the, the ruler. He rules over Babylon, and we'll get more into him uh, in a couple of weeks. 
Lord willing, when we when we discuss chapter chapter six. Another interesting thing about D Daniel chapter five has to do with the this the style or this um, this literary device that's used uh, quite frequently in the Old Testament and the New Testament called a chiasm. It's a it's a a, a sequence of ideas <clears throat> that's presented in order and then repeated in reverse order. So if you're outlining it, your outline would be over as far to the left as you can, A, make your point, then indent and put B, make your point, go down a line, indent, C, and then drop below that, C again, then B, and then A. It's organized themes, kind of like a sandwich, they say, that the outer part is the bread, and then you've got the, the mayonnaise or the mustard, and then you've got the meat. The center of the, of the chiasm is the meat. It's, it's, it's a repetition pattern for clarification and emphasis. Just a couple of examples, short examples that you've heard, I'm sure. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. It's, it's a repetition of, of an idea. Ben Franklin is known for one. When he said and wrote, by failing to prepare, you are prepare, preparing to fail. So Daniel 2 through 7, the middle part of the book, if you, if you will, is written in Aramaic, and it's a chiasm. It's, it's their parallel ideas, a, a concentric. Chapter 2 and 7 would be the A, the, the bread. 3 and 6 is, is the next layer of the, of the sandwich. And then 4 and 5 is the meat or the focus of this particular chiasm. Chapter 2, the, the four empires, illustrated by the, the vision, dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. Chapter 7, four empires pictured by wild beast. Then you have chapter 3, the deliverance by the Lord of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Chapter 6, the other layer next to the bread on the bottom, if you will, is the deliverance of Daniel from the lion's den. And in the, then in the center, chapter 4, God humbled Nebuchadnezzar. Chapter 5, God humbles Belshazzar. The focus of chapter 4 and 5 is that God wants all rulers and kingdoms to know that God rules in the kingdom of men. All rulers and kingdoms will be brought low. This was also a, a, a message that the Jewish people in, is, in Israel would need to hear for encouragement that though they're thousands of miles away, that God raises up kingdoms and brings down kingdoms. And that though they're in exile now, that God is still in control. Well, that's kind of it for now. 
Lord willing, we will be back at First Baptist in the Fellowship Hall next week. Uh, when we do, just for uh, every everybody's extra protection, um, we're going to not bring food or uh, you know, bring in any any snacks like we're used to. I know it's really hard for me to say something like that, but let's refrain at least until uh, after the first of the year, and hopefully things will get better. I hope to see you all then. Um, hope you stay well and healthy. Uh, let's just close with a word of prayer. Father, we know that you're in control. Even this election week, that you raise up rulers and you bring down rulers. God, we just pray for your will to be done in, in our nation. God, we pray for a return to the God of our fathers, our nation being found uh, established by many Christians, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. And even, even now we know that there are, there are those in government. God, we just ask you to raise up leaders raise up bless our our next president god just direct our each one of our citizens to vote for the man that you have established to be the next president of our nation and god for those in our our congregation and our friends that may be um, suffering from the covid 19 lord that you know who they are we just ask that you would just touch their bodies. May they have a mild case. May they recover fully and, and quickly. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.